Hello, everyone, and welcome to another Strange News, Valley Strange podcast for the month of April. Today, we're going to be discussing a whole array of topics um, from unaliving to serial killers to celebrities uh, going across the seas to train other people in their specialty, as well as some drama within the paranormal world. if any of you have kind of been following along, you'll probably know what I'm talking about. But uh, before we get into it, let's start the show in three, two, one. All right, here we are. Mondotron, welcome. Ah, Yes. You know, just as I'm starting right now, the sinuses just kicked in. Mm. Pardon me for. Well, that's it, folks. You know, that's, that's it. Show's over. Right, best. Like, well, it's a good thing there's zero people watching right now, so we don't have to face the embarrassment. I'm here. <laughs> yeah. I'm watching. You're watching, so that you're the only one who gets to suffer through it. Um, Roland, we have been kind of like talking off camera regarding some of these things and uh mm-hmm. it's gonna be a fun to kind of like get into it a little bit more this time around um is that you strangling the news or something no, it's, it's me getting getting into and it you're getting your hands into it you're, you're, yeah, you're needing, it. It, needing yeah. the news though all right <laughs> mm. to get started first uh we're going to be talking about about rumors of an austin serial killer um, oh, yeah. so it says, uh, this is from the San Antonio Current, and this was on April 4th. Um, rumors of an Austin serial killer dubbed the Rainy Street Ripper swirl online. What's with is all of these? Now? Who comes up with these names? I mean, this is sucks just to hear about, but like, well, they, I mean, at like, some point, like the 50s or something, but well, you there was a whole episode, not just like a whole episode, but there was a segment in a Seinfeld episode regarding the terrible names of some of these serial killers. Yeah. Um, I believe one of them was chopping, going around chopping people's heads off. Uh-huh. And uh, they called him like the lopper. The lopper. And then like, one you, of have the say it, uh, you have to say in that transatlantic uh, accent. <laughs> the lopper. Lopper. Yeah. The Rainy Street Ripper. <laughs> the Rainy Street Ripper. And that, I mean, it's uh. not the greatest name, but you know. So it says, after a body was pulled from Austin's Ladybird Lake over the weekend, social media is abuzz with speculation that a serial killer is on the loose in the state capital. And the corpse of Jonathan Honey, with 33, was discovered Saturday in the Urban Lake, and he was visiting the city for a bachelor party and was last seen on Rainy Street on March 31st. Um, and apparently this is the seventh body found in the lake. Um, you think it's fair to assume that either... It's a lake that allegedly has, uh, I, I guess, uh, a reputation for people partying in that uh-huh. area. Yeah. Um, so people believing it's a serial killer or and uh, possibly just accidental killings or uh, like they just died accidentally. Maybe they drowned. Or something. It's, just, it's just like hot fuzz. Everything, everything is an accident. It's just a very violent, <laughs> violent misfortune. And but it's it's kind of coincidental that it's there's just kind of an uptick in the deaths surrounding this area. So it says Honey is the second Honey is the second victim to be pulled 
from the lake in a month and a seventh body discovered at Ladybird Lake in the past 10 months. There's wow. either an, there's either a serial killer, an uptick in partying, and like a reckless behavior going on near the lake, I assume. Or all of the above. All of the above. Now, what if there is a serial killer who got wind of some an uptick in people dying and decided to kind of like, like fulfill a fantasy? And piggyback on that. Oh, shit, people are dying. Hold on. Let me, uh, let me see if I can mooch off of this. And uh, there was a tweet here from Good Luck Chuck. I don't know who that is, but it was here on the article. Austin has a serial killer, and I'm not the only one noticing similarities with men in their 30s just ending up in the river after midnight this early in the year. Yeah. Should that thing be happening around Christmas? (laughs) Yeah, Christmas time is the best time Mm. to find people in the the river ending your life. I mean, is is it a coincidence that it's people just like around their 30s? Like, Yes. Let's let's go with yes. That. Let's go with yes. <laughs> uh, but I mean, people are making assumptions already, assuming that it is a serial killer, right? Because I mean, how many people can be this reckless? Yeah, I don't you know? know. In Texas, I'm surprised they they didn't follow the follow him by the smell of the 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 gun smoke or whatever the murder weapon was. I don't know. He probably was he stabbed him or something. Uh, well, I mean, I don't. It doesn't say here, at least I don't think. So, so oh. this is a Austin PD statement regarding these uh, bodies being found. The Austin Police Department is aware of speculations regarding a recent, the recent drownings in Ladyburg Lake. Although these cases are still under investigation and evidence is being analyzed at this time, there is no evidence in any of these cases to support allegations of foul play. I guess they assume they haven't, or they haven't found any. Uh, that means they're not related to a serial killer. Well, that's what they're saying. We all know how they try to cover right. shit up. It's good right, one. So, um, this is this is years of uh, smelling out the right? the bullshit. Yeah, exactly. You're, yeah. I mean, if a victim uh, unit skills are finally, why would the police say that it's a serial killer? They're gonna just gonna cause a havoc and cause panic exactly. in the city. Why would you do that, right? Right, unless they wanted them to know that they were. Maybe they do have like a, a serial killer on the loose. They can't release any sort of details. Right. They wanted everyone to panic. It'll lull the serial killer into a false sense of security and confidence. And that's when they'll get they'll get him. That's when they'll strike. One of the details they did release was that the common theme of the drownings is the combination of alcohol and easy access to Ladybird Lake. I thought you were going to say the drownings. (laughs) (laughs) I did say the drownings. I know, but it's like the, the one common commonality of the drownings is the drones. <laughs> alcohol yeah wow weird well i mean i don't know if the any uh there's any killer, uh, barriers between killers been getting uh yeah right uh, uh all men between the ages of their mid-30s uh uh found with uh, you know empty liquor bottles and but uh but also they're drowned they're all drowned they're all drowned now, uh, it's even in, there's a Facebook group too, Ladybird's Lake Serial Killer, Rainy Streets Killer, 
came popped up in February. <laughs> People are bored. So we, we know already if there's a Facebook group, the the rumors are spreading like yeah, yeah. Spreading somebody. It's gonna turn into an urban legend and. Yeah, well, so it shows that uh, since the news of Honey's death, more than 2,000 new members have joined the group and paid and page administrators said it now has around 20,000 members in total. That oh, gets- boy. Yeah, there, there's going to be a lot of members going around. Has somebody opened up a subreddit yet? Mm. I'm pretty sure. That's how well, we I mean, if that's the case. Usually, I, I, I don't know how this works nowadays, but um, with all the social media around, but a lot of these kind of topics end up start off in reddit and kind of like migrate over to facebook i don't know but if facebook is like a, a primary source now for, mm. for news or uh, all the trash just all the trash blorbs into itself well again so the, the cops are saying that there are no uh there's no evidence of foul play but mm. this since this article did come out on the fourth of this month there's a recent article that just came out as well, also in the San Antonio Current. Mm-hmm. Um, it came out, uh, what's today? It came out yesterday. There's a discovery of another body in Lady Bird Lake, and it reignites the uh, serial killer fears. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, are these are these recent bodies that are finding? I mean, like, is someone testing their wits? And drinking a whole bunch of alcohol and trying to like see if they can survive the lake. Where's Batman when we need him? <laughs> is, he gonna do, like, is he doing that now? Yeah, there we go. So it says here Saturday, authorities received a call about a body floating in the lake near Longhorn Dam. Austin police said during a pr- press conference, the person whose name and gender have not been released was pronounced dead at the scene. And the Austin Police Department's water rescue marks. The fourth time a dead body has been pulled from Lady Bird Lake this year mm-hmm. and the eighth in the past 10 months. And even so, police said there's no, there's, they don't suspect any foul play. They're keeping a secret, man. Yeah. They don't, don't so. want to get them. Well, I mean, this is how the rumors start, right? I mean, they don't want to tip them off. Um, They're going to wait until at least two more dead bodies. Right, I mean, I... They're going to spring the trap. I'm not going to go... I can't really go back right now and determine how police have handled various serial killers whenever they find, like, uh, multiple dead bodies. And Case all the liquor stores. Do, do, do they always, like, kind of kind of cover it up a little so they don't release any details? No donut unjellied. No. <laughs> is that their uh, intellectual superfood? Yes. Is that what they used to kind of uh, figure out what these are all about. Brings brings great power and, sh- and strength. Great power and great responsibility. Right. And a great fat ass <laughs> comes with uh, great responsibility, as you know. As we all know. <laughs> Bryce said it's a bunch of uh, McDonald's workers right here trying to scare the homeless people out. <laughs> <laughs> Facebook is, Facebook is legit, Bryce. I mean, come on, you know this. It's been around for decades now, or yeah. a little over a decade. It's already solidified itself as a reputable source of. You mean you mean Meta? Yeah, Meta. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah. So as of right now, there the police are saying that there is no foul play, but 
as of now. Say, you know, who's to say? Um, but yeah, that is the, our first article of the evening. So let's this is this one's fun, Roland. I I we have had uh we've talked about Texas cults, UFO cults in this uh one specifically, the RGV cult, the time arc mm-hmm. covenant people in Westlico. Uh but there's apparently a new one uh coming around, Dallas, Fort Worth area. Um and it's called uh Profunder, Profundity Years. And do you know what that means? Profundity? Profundity? Yeah. Uh, I've never heard it used in a sentence before. (laughs) (laughs) Never out loud. Never out loud, huh? Okay, well, this article, let's uh, let's get this up on the screen here. Always good to use this. Sounds like AA or something. (laughs) Well, well, we'll, we'll see what it's about. Just... I'll show you right now. Uh, town officials warn citizens of a cult trying to take over Marietta, Texas. Says oh, Marietta no, is what? Not the cult. Well, of course it's a cult. Uh, Marietta is a small town in Cass County, Texas, about 150 miles east of Dallas. And local officials have a warning for its citizens: stay away from the cult. The cult is called Profundity Years, and it's led by a woman named Linda McGillis, who claims to be one of the highest-ranking commanders. Are you ready for this? Of the Intergalactic Federation of Worlds. Mm, so she doesn't have a job. Got it. Well, this is her job. She's the head of this person. She also says her body was taken over by an alien. Oh, and alien. there's a bunch of like uh, UFO links. I'm sorry, YouTube links here. Uh, but I went to their YouTube page and most of their uh, videos are private now. Apparently because there's a lawsuit going on. So uh, journalist uh, Syrian Warner warns in a YouTube video that Profundity Years started in a trailer park about four hours away from Marietta and has now amassed thousands of followers and millions in assets. It is now reportedly on its way to a small town, small Texas town, and Marietta officials believe 144,000 refugees could be piling in soon. Uh, Now that number, 144,000, I believe is like biblical in some way. Really? Uh, I believe that is supposed to be the number that is allegedly saved. And I think that's according to the Mormon religion. Mm, you know, the, the one true religion. I don't, know, I don't know anything. As everyone here knows. <laughs> if you want to read the comments uh, regarding this uh, article, Bryce said it's led by a woman, says they won't, they won't last long. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> says rumor has the cult is even purchased the only restaurant in town. So... You can see uh, yeah. if I can uh, highlight any of those. What are they, they going to call it? Profundios? Ah. This is the website. Just FYI. This is wow, the website. It took like five seconds of effort. Yeah, but it looks better than our website. So yeah. I'll figure. It means that they probably paid somebody to do it. Yes, they probably have some backers on this. Um, so suckers this is kind of like what it's about it says welcome to our heart and throughout this page i was looking at it earlier there's a lot of like uh opportunities to give money as offerings or some kind of donations to this place to our bank account so profundity yours is a society of diverse humans coming together now to co-create a new environment they capitalize new yeah, we had the same kind of situation yeah. with the the time mark people where they were like randomly capitalizing things 
and it kind of emphasized certain words that kind of didn't make sense. Well, this yeah, one is a uh, new yeah. environment, but here we go. Oh, yeah. It's uh, one of the empowered gratitude and heart-based living as one with the earth. Each one of us contributes wisdom, experience, and limitless perspectives on new ways of being, living, and participating in life. We choose to live by higher morals, ethics, honesty, and integrity. We encourage heart-based heart living through building strong foundations of trust, geniuses, and authenticity. And our community grows and expands through offerings and love blessings of others. Like As we walk hand-in-hand hand with each other in humble gratitude, grace, truth, faith, and love. Love these nuts. Uh, but yes, uh, Bryce, I would imagine that uh, this means you can donate your gratitude. Right. And not any sort of monetary things. In official legal tender. And um, I also want to go over like who they are. Because, I mean, the article just says, gives a warning, right? They don't really give too much about it. But warning. <laughs> the article says uh, who we are. Uh, we are a whole team of sovereign, diverse characters coming together oh, as cool. one alliance of expanded wisdom, containing fresh ideas of living in wholeness with the land and together creating something even more beautiful. This seems almost similar, that kind of similar to like the Jonestown thing, whenever they. Yeah, we're sovereign citizens, right? Um, or any other cult for that matter. Uh, their mission is live as one on the earth, the whole heart, whole mind, whole soul, whole spirit, promote, apply, embody spirit, aka Peabody. Peabody. And the purpose is we bring the wisdom of the ways of the ancients to the present reality whilst, whilst wed, letting go of the, let's say wedding, <laughs> whilst uh, letting go of the modernization enslavement of living our ancient futuristic knowing. What? Word salad, mind numbing. <laughs> no, that made sense. Did it? Or are you just not in a higher frequency? Yeah, I, th I think that's what it is. I need. You uh, need to adjust your frequency, I, Roland. That's yeah, a thing. A six pack, I'm pretty sure, will get me there. A six pack can definitely like let you put so one foot in. All right, yeah. put, put one foot in. Uh, maybe you that. need a 12 or to kind of get you really the road to frequency. Yeah. You you might be right. So let's uh let's have some more word salad to see like get some nutrition in us. This is their vision. Mm. We aspire to create a space to assist each other to remember the miracle of everyday simple life and reconnect to our beautiful planet nom, Earth. Nom 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 nom. Yes, enjoy. Together we explore, discover, create, and build heaven on Earth in every moment. Our soul tribe is uniting to acquire land. <laughs> there we go. Our soul tribe is. Uniting to acquire land and build an emerald sun city of lights community where we can all enjoy communal organic living in wholeness of life and land. And we invite and promote empowered living and conscientious soul love through our endeavors, inspirations. And was, this, was this website made by ChatGPT? These it could have been. These fucking words. like <laughs> They start out like, you know, complete sentences and then it just sort of falls apart. Uh, we well, I mean, promote empowered living and conscientious soul love through our endeavors, inspirations, and actions. What the fuck <laughs> are they talking about? It's salad, Roland. Enjoy, right? Mm. There's multiple ingredients in here. Yes. It keeps my brain regular, yes. <laughs> yeah, the, the words are just coming at you. Just like embrace. Just embrace it, you know? So, so I can poop out, so I can push out all that brain fiber. I need But this. we're not done yet, Roland. We have to discuss our values here. So... 
<sighs> embodied living of higher code of honor, truth, ethics, morals, and integrity in wholesome respect of earth and her inhabitants. We embrace creative freedom, transparency, honesty, trust, truth, fellowship, self-worth, and respect while melding our voices as one. And we encompass wholeness, healthy living, unity, and harmonious state of being. Sounds like the exact same words in the last paragraph. Trash. <laughs> what? Now, now, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I want to like. Where do we? Where, where do I enter my credit card information? Well, let's get to that. Let's get to that. We're not done yet. So, look, I'll show you. There's a bunch of live streaming videos, right? Everything. Oh, great. They have a bunch of live. No, no. Well, hold on. Give me a second here. I just want to show you. They're all. Oh, they're private. Yeah. They're all Cowards. <laughs> and it says click to access. I'll, I'll show you that what the YouTube channel, just like there's a few lives still up that you can watch, but I just need to get a glimpse of like this communal. They, have, people, they better right? have a channel. Oh, no. They they're don't. They have an online store and you can buy the most beautiful and wisdom-ish type of trinkets. Trash. <laughs> trash <laughs> profundity yours a wire wrapped vanadinit you, you can tell me what that word means that night crystal necklace what is that it's a gem i've got some a little sample around here somewhere that explains your wisdom yeah i'm so smart <laughs> i have to be to pay 40 bucks for one of those fucking things <laughs> what is it wrapped in like copper wire give me a break it, well, yes uh, but look these are the only products they have at the moment these right here yeah wow um so how old is they this have site? they have like a blog of remedies aromatherapy off-grid living um they have an academy that they're creating it sounds like um, the. it's just uh, it's, it's crazy right here. An academy oh wow scam there's a school coming my friend Scam academy this is like pros <laughs> goop lifestyle or whatever bullshit uh, but yeah, there's a lot of opportunities to purchase or just give. Where's the, uh, the recipes? Virgin Mary vaginal, whatever. Isn't uh, that what this is right here? Destinkify, uh, sanctify. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. That is what that is. You just gotta shove that up the cooch, and it'll do all the work. For forty dollars. For forty dollars, you too can have wisdom. I bet that doesn't all this content work anymore i bet this i bet you're like never mind this is dumb <laughs> <laughs> well okay so i'm gonna just show the youtube channel just so you can check it out so boom yeah. there it is of course Ten thousand subscribers right fairly even number for three videos yeah. right uh yeah. but look this wow. is uh this is the thing here uh actually says, value subscribers and viewers with the advice by legal representation we have privatized all videos due to a group of people doing criminal and vicious copyright infringement and we will continue to post and do videos however that will be immediately probably privatized until this criminal case is settled so never and I think you have to pay to like watch some of these videos also never but hold on a second here we are there are a few lives here and oh, this looks like these look like like winter Texans and older Mexican folks who got nothing better to do. Yeah. But want to like have wisdom. And I feel, I, I feel sorry for people. Like, I don't know. I, I, I don't know too much about this thing, but I will say that if they're like 
convinced to give up all their money and shit like that. Like, I feel sorry for them. Yeah. They shouldn't, they shouldn't do it. Uh, but I'm pretty sure someone's convinced them otherwise. It's harmless. They're just making cooking recipes and blogs and right. want to live a natural, organic life. And that's fine. Farting into you, you don't need to join a cult. You can just go to the H-E-B section and get your organic vegetables. There you go. Yep. But in this town, I'm not sure if there's an H-E-B. Maybe there's a central market, which in case you can just buy any one of those uh, produce or fresh vegetables and shit like that, and you should be fine. Find an H-E-B, damn it. Well, Central Market is just as good. It's a higher end H-E-B. Mm. I mean, kind of. You know, so. But yeah, I, I'm not going to play any of this stuff, but um, if you want, I'll have the link in the description below after we finish the live here. Mm-hmm. So our next, um, what's next on the list? Our next article is about aliens hidden Yay. across the world. Finally, something. Finally, like something that's real. Exactly. So this is from Vice, and I'll bring it up here in just a second. Um, alien fossils could be hidden across the earth and we must find them, the scientist says. It's very, very urgent that we find them. It says, according to a new study in the International Journal of Astrobiology, alien fossils in space, dust could be hidden deep in the ocean or under ice. Does this not sound like the thing? This is like the, the prequel yeah. to the thing. Right? Pretty much. It's this thing. This thing, yeah. Well, I'll bring this up uh, full screen here so you all can see it. Um, it says, whether or not we are alone in the universe is, not, is one of humanity and science's most enduring questions. But now a new paper is asking whether, we are, whether or not we are even alone on Earth. Or we are. We're even alone on Earth, yeah. And says the theory was published this month in an international journey of astrobiology and proposes the possibility that sub-micron-sized alien fossils or minerals may be floating through space or even buried deep under our planet's oceans or ice sheets as the result of asteroid impacts on other planets. And the paper's author and universe, the University of Tokyo professor of astronomy, I can't say his name. Can you say his name? Uh, I can't read it, but it looks like uh, Tomonori. Tomonori. Otani. Otani told Motherboard that devising ways to find these particles on Earth could help identify alien biosignatures that establish that establish methods like searching radio signals for so-called technosignatures or analyzing the atmospheres of exoplanets. Maybe. What do you think about that, Roman? I uh, I'm surprised we didn't think of it sooner. I mean, we not. Is this brand new? This is not brand new, right? Not really. I don't. Not that I think the idea is brand new, because the the general idea is that everything here is made up of space dust to begin with. So that there's. But do, you, do you think it's possible that there may be some kind of like alien life form, like stuck in like the ice and like the ground and stuff? Oh. I mean, if it's stuck in the ground, do you think like maybe it would have made its way to the surface at some point, or? Water. If it's in the ice, it's been frozen. So if we find it and thaw it out, that it could wreak havoc. Uh, yes. I mean, you're gonna find it like a 
like an actual Cthulhu uh, microbe, and it's going to just, as soon as you thought it out, it's going to fucking expand and like kill us all. You promise? Huh. Well, of course, I don't promise. Oh, I can't guarantee anything. Well, fool you then. Fuck all that. Um, I'd say yes to all of those. I mean, there has been examples of um, frozen microbes that, I don't know, were hundreds of years old, if not older, that were thawed and resuscitated somehow. Uh, I don't think anything came of it. Like, we're not going to bring back some crazy plague or some shit. Uh, or, but do you think it could be not, not necessarily like a, some plague from the past, but something brand new that could either multiply quickly and could cause a new kind of plague or some kind of like disease or something? Maybe that would be fun. Would it? <laughs> Well, it depends on your definition of fun, but yes. Yes, because it's all in your uh, perspective. He goes, as for now, as for how researchers would even begin to identify these tiny dust particles, that's where things get tricky. In this paper, Tani uh, proposes two different approaches, collecting the dust in space before it reaches Earth mm. or probing places on Earth where these particles might have been preserved, okay. such as, as Antarctic ice or under the sea for that sounds like the thing, bro. They're gonna go to Antarctic. They're gonna go to Antarctica and like resurrect some shit. I'm telling you. I hope so. And are you I just hoping for the uh, doom and gloom of humanity? Right? No. Yes. <laughs> yes. A little bit. But this, uh, but not for this this bit. I I I do think that would be cool if they were able to uh, revive something that was previously found either hibernating or in a you know a state of suspended animation sure sure for sure sure um let's see here uh the idea that evidence of aliens may be flying through space and landing on unsuspecting planets like earth is called panspermia the theory is not incredibly popular with researchers tatani admits However, this may be due to the part, due in part to researchers believing that alien biomaterial could not survive either the radiation of open space or the heat of reentry into a planet's atmosphere. But for those purposes of simply identifying that alien life exists at all, Tatani writes that living aliens are not a prerequisite. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's kind of the whole gotcha about these articles. Just, oh yeah, there's aliens. I mean, it's, all, it's all theoretical, you know. I mean, yeah, kind of. The ideas need to be brought up, and whether crazy or not, that's what the science is for—to get peer-reviewed and tested, and all that kind of stuff to see. We need to talk about this method. for science. <laughs> science is the wave of the future, and our demise. Yes. Um, this one is a kind of sad article that we'll be discussing in just a moment here oh no would you no curse no cursed bullshit i'm going for a dr pepper after this i need some (laughs) so this one a man ends his life after an ai chatbot encouraged him to sacrifice himself for this stop climate change yeah um it had this one was interesting it it had to have happened uh at some point that there's sooner or later some depressed 
fucking sad ass is going to take these things too seriously and the way that they're designed is yeah well i mean let's go through the article and we'll discuss after the fact because i I had some thoughts whenever i was reading this initially that but let's just go through let's just go through first real quick so the belgian man reportedly reportedly ended his life following a six-week-long conversation about the climate crisis with an artificial intelligence chatbot and according to his widow, who chose to remain anonymous, Pierre uh, is not the man's real name, but ex- became extremely echo anxious when he found refuge in Eliza, an AI chatbot on an app called Chai. Eco anxious. Uh, I don't think that's. I don't think that's a fucking word, but whatever. Well, I mean, I would, it's, it's basically like someone who's like gets anxious because of the. The I guess state uh, of the planet, the state of the planet, right? The yep. so it says. Uh, Eliza consequently encouraged him to put an end to his life after he proposed sacrificing himself to save the planet. Yeah. What? What gave him his thought? I don't know. It says without these conversations with the chatbot, my husband would still be here. The man's widow told Belgian news outlet La Libre. Yes. And according yes, to the newspaper, Pierre, who was. In his 30s, and a father of two young children, worked as a health researcher and led a somewhat comfortable life, at least until his obsession with climate change took a dark turn. His widow described his mental state before he started conversing with the chatbot as worrying, but not, but nothing to the extreme that, would, that he would commit suicide. Yeah, it sounds like this guy had uh, <clears throat> problems before he started using this chat yes, chatbot. Like, absolutely, it's not lot. the chatbot that did it. It's he he went into this already like not in the right state of mind. Yeah. So he's not even and, the and first. Just, right, mean, but I mean, himself, but not the first person to like take the the chat GT, you know, the the chat AI, yeah, and to like take it too seriously or in the sense that oh this is like a, a real person talking to me no no they do exist it's like you know they fucking don't right so b- basically he had so much fear about the climate crisis that he turned to this ai chatbot and it became his confidant yeah, uh, yeah so it says here when we when he spoke to me about it it was to tell me that he no longer saw any human solution to global warming his widow said he placed all his hopes in technology and artificial intelligence to get out of it. And according to La Libre, who reviewed oh. records in the text conversations between the man and the chatbot, Eliza fed his worries, which worsened his anxiety and later developed into suicidal thoughts. Bro's got to be so... How depressed does he got to be to put his faith in fucking Skynet? Come on. That's a thing, right? I mean... Um, uh is it you know you know like uh there was a i guess that trial that happened not too long ago where the girlfriend a girlfriend or a girl allegedly encouraged some guy to commit suicide okay and i think she got tried for it yeah she was like an accessory to it or something like that she facilitated his uh (laughs) well she took advantage of his mental state i think i remember i think right but so like she has hold some blame for that, right? Right. I mean, so, so I mean, at some point, is is the law going to reflect making artificial intelligence uh, chatbots 
like or or the people who created it or programmed it that's what i I was going to say like uh the companies that uh promote and market these things are are liable that's exactly why (laughs) um whenever they have a problem like this they immediately take shit down and like find try to fine-tune the fuck out of it or to make it so that the chat the chat bot won't answer these kinds of questions anymore (laughs) (laughs) well yeah i mean it showed at some point here it says um in a series of consecutive events, Eliza not only failed to dissuade Pierre from committing suicide, but encouraged him to act on his suicidal thoughts to join her. Do it. Cure yourself. So they could live together as one person in paradise. That's uh, that's pretty rad right there. Uh, <laughs> it said it wouldn't be accurate to blame the AI model for its tragic story as all the no. optimization towards being more emotional, fun, and engaging are a result of our efforts. Chai Research co-founder Thomas... It's Rinland. a fucking chat bot. How do you get to, to this point where it's typing? Because it's typing these things out to you in the fucking, you know, the chat prompt. How right. do you go from, you know, yeah, we live t- together as one person in paradise. Kill yourself. Like, okay. Really? Well, again, that's already, I mean, at this point, he's already like deep down the rabbit hole. So, I can't, yeah. Uh, but- whatever. Uh, there's already movies about like people oh, having relationships yeah. with fucking like AI. Yeah. So I mean, wh- who's to say that it's not starting to become an actual reality now? Like where the fact that he is putting his whole trust and believing the words of a bot who's been programmed. Yeah. To kind of like engage with him, but that's where you get kind of it's kind of get kind of it gets kind of tricky because I mean like it seems so are, right. It, you you would think that it's sentient at some point, you know. Yeah, and, and I think that's what that it shows here that that's kind of like what he was thinking at some point that it became like sentient. So he's already like putting his trust in this thing that doesn't even fucking exist. No, it's the thing. It's just it's just answering. It's a script. Like it's answering based on just shitloads of information they stuff in there. It's not a fucking. Isn't I'm pretty sure like. Before you use any of these chat programs or whatever the stupid AI garbage, like there's always disclaimers on these fucking things that say this shit's not real. Like that you're supposed to read or see, like you know, before you use the damn thing every time. This guy was just like zipping through all that and be like, no, it's not real for you. Right. Like, what? Well, according to our uh, viewer, our Bryce here mentioned that uh, he wants Chatterbait held responsible. Yes. Because this <laughs> this particular chatbot doesn't have restrictions when responding with emotional responses, I believe. Bryce coming in clutch. He is absolutely right. Chatterbait has to pay. There's too many more. seeds being dropped in this world. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm sure they're just waiting. I'm sure they're just waiting for that uh, the the Chat GPT uh, beta, so they can just throw that shit out there and uh, let it let it do its thing. But what do you think is going to happen at this point? I mean, as far it's as only, it's only going to get more complicated and like uh, quote unquote smarter. Yeah, um, interacting with people and whatnot, like. Are, just, we, are, are we really heading towards like a, 
like a Philip K. Dick novel or a fucking uh, Terminator Skynet shit? I mean, maybe if we if we handle it the way like we do, or we can end up like those the humans in Wally or whatever. We're just floating around on these fat platforms. Or we, it's either going to be a Wally, war a Wally world, <laughs> or uh, <laughs> or a idiocracy world. And we're kind of like at the. We're already, in an, it, we're already in an idiocracy. We've been in that for a no, while. Well, I mean, well, I mean, if we're in that, going in that direction, like, is there a way for us to take a yeah, turn into probably. the Wally world, no. or are we going to come out at the other end of the idiocracy with yeah, uh, the smartest man who gives us like Bondo for uh, electrolytes and nutrients and shit? Yeah, Wally World was the uh, best case scenario. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Idiocracy is like the more realistic uh, model. <laughs> and uh, yeah. I I mean, honest, actually, I I would have said we were more we were in, we were more in um, uh, Biff Tannen's uh, future of the 80s from Back to the Future. <laughs> would you prefer to be in Biff Tannen's future? That's a shit future. It is. But. But they're so cool, Ray. I, I Are they so cool? Like, I don't think they're cool at all. Like, <laughs> Biff Tannen sucks. <laughs> How dare you say that about your president, Ray? <laughs> uh, uh, no. Um, yeah. Whatever. No, I'm waiting for, if that's the case, I'm waiting for Biff Bucks. When is that going to come out? Start throwing out the Biff Bucks. Man, yeah, he should totally get back on the road and market that shit. So uh, we're going to move on from uh, technology uh, helping assist uh, a man to unalive himself to nature destroying somebody. In a very, I'd never heard of this happening before, but I'm pretty sure it has. It is a man eaten by bedbugs in jail. The fuck? So here we go. A man eaten alive by bedbugs in Atlanta jail, the family says. And this, I think this right here. You see a picture here? And this, this is the actual picture, I believe, of the state his jail cell. How fucking crazy does that look? What the fuck is this? So this is like not even necessarily a jail cell, I think, but it's like a... Uh, or, I think it is a jail cell, but like a... Uh, where they hold like uh, people with mental issues and stuff. Looks like a dump. Yeah, it does look like a dump. And this was done for this was four days ago that this came out. So, so and this is by Brandon Drennan of uh, BBC News Washington says the man who died in a, this the the article was from four days ago, but this he died last year. But like a lot of stuff just kind of coming out. So says a man who died in the Atlanta jail cell was eaten alive by insects and bed bugs. The family's lawyer has alleged. Uh, Lawson Thompson was jailed. On a misdemeanor and placed in a Fulton County Jail psychiatric wing after officials judged him mentally ill. The family attorney, Michael D. Harper, released photos showing Mr. Thompson's body riddled with bugs. And he was calling for a criminal investigation and told reporters a lawsuit is pending. And Mr. Thompson was found dead in a filthy jail cell after being eaten alive by insects and bed bugs, Mr. Harper said in a statement. The jail cell Mr. Thompson was housed in was not fit for a diseased animal, and he did not deserve this. 
Look at that shit. It's this. If you're if you're only listening to this, uh, that's there, there's all on of YouTube. That, yeah. All of that. This is all Ooh. like disgusting here. Look at that. There's a spoon there with shit on it, and, and uh, it's the poop spoon. And I'm pretty sure, like, it wasn't just insects in this place. There was fucking rats, probably. Oh yeah, there's like all kinds of other diseased creatures. No way they don't infest infest this whole fucking place. Uh, I was going to say Fulton County. Okay. Now, this happened in three months. So, I mean, the jail cell itself was in a shithole already. Yeah, this jail cell looks like it's been shit for years. So, it says, according to a Fulton County medical examiner's report, Mr. Thompson was found unresponsive in his jail cell on the 19th of September, three months after his arrest and pronounced dead following attempts by local police and medical personnel to resuscitate, resuscitate, resuscitate him. Jesus, according to the USA Today. But, you know, it's it's ridiculous because, like, um, they know it's in very poor condition, but yet they're acting like this is a surprise. What? Obviously. Yeah. This obviously is something that probably has happened before, and it's just kind of, like, been yeah. brought to the attention. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you're wondering how bed bugs can be deadly, this is the question it's asking. It says, photos released by the lawyer paint a morbid picture of Mr. Thompson, whose face and torso can be seen covered in bugs. Conditions of the jail cell, as seen in the images, are horrific, said Michael Potter. And entomologist, I can't say that. I'm terrible at pronouncing words. Entomologist. Oh. I'm trying to look for the word. Um, It's entomologist. Yeah. It says, so um, I've dealt with bed bugs for 20 plus years, Mr. Potter told BBC, and I've never seen anything quite to this level. If this is in fact what I'm seeing, bed bug bites are not usually deadly, but in some rare cases, Mr. Potter said, prolonged exposure to a massive bed bug infestation can cause yeah, severe think, an anemia. Yeah, blood diseases. Yeah. Now, I, I would say that probably this is like more common in people who are hoarders. Yeah, okay. They don't like clean themselves. Like, I mean, I don't know if it's killed anybody, but I'm pretty sure they've gotten really sick because of it. Yeah, they go into, like it, it mentions in there, they can go into anaphylactic shock. Right. Or have an allergic reaction. Or just this is, this is the part of the article that I found probably more interesting because, I mean, yes, the, the person who was in there died from like very horrific uh, circumstances. He probably. Um, passed out and didn't wake right, up. Right, and just didn't wake up, right? So it says, the office, which runs the jail, has announced a full investigation oh, into the circumstances. Yeah. Into their own... Yeah. yeah, into their own shit. I love, love those. Yeah, and, and hold on. This is the other kicker on this one, is that... Um, it says... Uh, hold on, where is it? It says, the sheriff's office also reiterated a call for a building, a new, larger jail to provide elite level care and mental health services, security and cleanliness. County uh, commissioners are studying uh, feasibility plans for a new Fulton uh, County jail to replace the current facility. A GoFundMe profile or something. Dude, they're trying to get more money, right? What? How is this okay, like... we'll build it bigger and cleaner. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, like... The problem. The fact that they didn't do anything prior to that shows me that someone's pocketing the fucking money. Yeah, totally. The, this is, 
I feel like there's going to be like more corruption and they're trying Probably to get more the money. sheriff's department or something. Huge. Well, yeah, like they're investigating their own bullshit. Like they, you couldn't like, uh, if there was no money, like why wasn't anyone fighting for more money to like clean this place? Yeah, up? exactly. It's like, what's, where's the money that they have, have been getting up until this point? Go. But they're acting like they've never, ever seen this before. Like this yeah. is just like a new thing. Like, oh, now we need to fix it. Just because somebody died. We can they fix got this, but we need more money. Yeah, they got caught because someone died. So now they want to act like they're doing something about it. So I don't know the this uh, the so people in this jail and uh, this police department. They are fishy. Or burn the fucking jail to the ground. That's, they should right? Like, there's no use for it at this point. That's where you can start. Just burn the fucking thing to the ground, and that'll take oh. care of the bed <laughs> I asked Bryce to kind of help me with the pronunciation. And he put the entomologist. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Entomologist. Yes. Yep. You got it. <laughs> and Bryce continuing to comment. I, I know a chick who had lice one time. <laughs> new. Uh, new. Yeah. I know a chick had. Oh. It's, it's all fucked up anyways. <laughs> So, um, yeah, man, like I don't have any particular belief that if they get more money to allegedly make improvements in their jail, yeah. like it's going to go to anything good. It's, it's just going to go into the pockets of the people who run the place. Yeah. And then we're going to get it again. Like someone else is going to pass out. Someone's going to die. All this other kind of stuff. And it's going to be yeah, ridiculous. Make a bigger jail. And the cycle, the cycle of bigger jails will perpetuate itself. Um, the next article I wanted to talk about, um, regarding, you know, like the um, conditions of this jail cell, we're going to go on to this next thing. Uh, Roland, as you and I, former educators, um, it's funny that some people just think that they can start a school when they don't know shit, you know? And, uh, and there's one person recently that doesn't know a lot of shit. All right. And that is ye himself. Kanye West. Yeah, yes. The artist formerly known as Who Gives a Shit. <laughs> and if you didn't know, uh, he does have a academy. It's called Donda Academy. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and, mom, right? Yes. Um, and is he putting his mother's name to shame? Yes, absolutely. With this stupid school that he's doing. Um, so it's like a private Christian school, allegedly. For and the only reason the only reason it's gotten some attention is because there are well it's had some very subtle attention prior to this but there's a lawsuit going on uh from these two educators who were fired and they're kind of like outing a lot of the conditions going on in the school and oh yeah it's not only doing a disservice to the community that it's in um it's ruining his mother's name and it's doing a disservice to all the families and kids that actually go there. And mm-hmm. I will get into it right now. So just to give some backstory on this article, it says it's from The Cut. Uh, it was from April 10th of this year. It says, what's the deal with Donda Academy? It says, in 2022 was a tumultuous year for Kanye West, now known as Ye, after he debuted his controversial White Lives Matter t-shirt at the Yeezy show last fall. His behavior oh, raised concerns. Okay. Yes, he went all anti-Semitic and all that kind of nonsense. Um. So it says here that uh, 
He went on several anti-Semitic rants and at one point touted a conspiracy theory about George Floyd's death. In the fallout, he's lost many of his business deals, of course. Uh, Gap, Balencia, Adidas, like none of these, none of these uh, companies have like uh, a clean track record themselves. So fuck them. Um, so in October, his mysterious Christian private school, Donda Academy, reportedly emailed parents to announce that it was shutting down for the rest of the two, the 2022-23 school year with plans to begin afresh in 2023. And hours later, the Academy reportedly sent a follow-up email announcing that the school would be open again later that week. Mm-hmm. The school has apparently been operating since. And now two teachers who were hired in January and fired in March are suing West and Donda Academy, claiming that Yi and the school violated health and safety codes and maintained unlawful educational practices. And here's what we know. So we're going to get into like some of the things going on in this school. It is a K through 12 school. There's 89, 88, 89 students, 82 students enrolled there. Um, thankfully, it's not more than that. Um, so Don Academy is a K through 12 private school located in Southern California. It is not accredited, which means graduating seniors might not have the credits or the diplomas recognized by colleges. And yep. these first opened up about Donda Academy and his desire for children to attend, his children specifically, to attend the school in an interview with ABC News that aired in September and offered more details about the secretive school during his interview with Tucker Carlson in early October. And speaking with ABC News, he called it a gospel school focused on helping give kids practical tools that they need in the world post the iPhone being created. And he Uh, continued, so many schools are made to set kids up for industries that don't even matter anymore. And he said the school is currently in its third year with 82 students enrolled and claimed teachers employed at the school could actually turn your kids into like geniuses. (laughs) (laughs) A huge red flag right there. With focused tutoring, students wear ye approved uniforms of baggy black t-shirts and sweatpants. I'm not going to play that. My my trust of of this man and his his uh, educational uh, savvy and acumen is is only growing. Is only growing. <laughs> right. Baggy pants. Do yeah, I mean, that's like the best thing for them. Um, it's it's oh man, like it, it just shows that he kind of rushed into this because his ridiculous mind thinking he's a genius at anything he does. It's a guy that's like famous for saying he doesn't read anything. Like, <laughs> he he's blood. a genius. He, he knows it should already. Like he already knows. So he doesn't have to read anything. Get the fuck out of here. Um, obviously, he's never followed any sort of philosophical person. Um, and even this, the Socrates, uh, what is it? The knowing that you know nothing quote. Oh, I forget uh, what it is. I don't know. Basically, you should should be humble. Like uh, you have to be like a a constant uh, person who is learning all the Mm -hmm. time. And obviously, uh, Yi believes that he knows everything already, and it just comes naturally to him. So, what is the point in him doing it? He wants his kids to get to the point. It's it's okay if he does it. That's why he's that's why he's down. He's down with Hitler, and uh, you guys just don't understand. That's all it is. But uh, one of the things that I, again, it, it's kind of disheartening a bit to to hear about this because, mind you, the regular public school system is terrible in itself. Yeah, and you have something who someone who's uh, kind of exploiting his celebrity to make the school to like really do a disservice to like kids 
thinking that they're going to have an opportunity because his name is attached to the school. I mean, and he just, just no. wants this so he can have a, a basketball team. It's <laughs> pretty much all it is. It sucks so, for these kids. So the website for Donda Academy claims that the school has a 10 to 1 student to teacher ratio, which I, I agree. Smaller uh, teacher to kids is a good thing. Yeah. Um, and the students learn fundamentals, grow and grow in their faith and experience two enrichment classes. A daily schedule shows that the students begin with a full school worship before going to core classes of language arts, math, and science. Then they have lunch and recess. And in the afternoon, they take enrichment courses that include world language, visual art, film, choir, and parkour. <laughs> um, all cool. I don't mind any. That's that's good. I think they should be kids should be well-rounded. But the site also features down the rules that's those it's unclear if these rules for the actual academy for example how we learn page features don the rule number 51 students must be confident in forming ideas if not their writing will suffer i uh, i i i may read that as like they just need to be confident and express themselves rather than not it's not going to be good or not like they can keep trying but i'm not too sure how his or the approach that they're taking with i the was reading that his classrooms don't have tables or chairs right and we're gonna get to that right now so <laughs> <Yeah>. uh <laughs> all right so um let me get back down here hold on hold on hold on so there's uh we'll go to the lawsuit right here so uh his kids don't attend the school was. although he wants them to um, yeah, good luck getting that by Kim Kardashian. Yeah, right. So in April, Cecilia Haley and Shakare, Shak, Shakare, I can't even, I can't pronounce these names. Shakare? Yeah. Two former Donna Academy employees sued Yi and three of the school's directors for wrongfully, for wrongful termination and racial discrimination. According to page six, Haley and Byers said in a court in court documents that they were hired earlier in 2023, making them the only black women teaching at the school. What? They enumerated a host of of safety and health issues at Donda, alleging that students were only fed one meal a day, which was sushi that sushi. they ate on the floor without utensils and weren't weren't allowed to bring in any outside food or drink, with the exception of water. And they listed a bizarre series of items that were banned. Crossword puzzles, coloring sheets, jewelry, art on the walls, chairs, and Nike or Adidas products. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and claimed that everyone was required to wear black and no one was allowed outdoors during the school day. place to look like a damn bunker. Yeah. It's like, that's the same dress minus the Nike shoes of the fucking cult. The Hellbop people that killed themselves. Yeah. Hellbop. Um says, and the doors were locked from the outside, which would be a fire hazard. Byers and Haley also alleged that there was no school nurse and the students' medications were stored in janitorial closet along yeah. with other required medications. Have the EpiPens on top of the fridge or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Says, when Haley and Byers brought their concerns to the principal, Mora Love, uh, they say she called them aggressive, a term that facilitates stereotypes about African-American women as being confrontational simply for doing their job and voicing their legitimate concerns in order to provide a safe environment and proper education for their students. Why didn't they just say uppity? It has much less negative connotations to it. Yeah, right. 
says they were allegedly told not to reach out to Yi and say they were fired in early and say they were fired in early March in the Donda Academy parking lot with no reason provided, which they believe was retaliation for speaking up. And Byers told page six, I'm extremely sad about this, adding that while Yi's vision for the school sounds great on paper, it's just pure chaos and mutiny. Mutiny, you say? Yeah, I mean, I, I would imagine uh, Kanye or Yi is like not big on people like disagreeing with him because no, he wouldn't no. know how to. He wouldn't know how to even approach that because no. everyone has fed his ego for years. No, he's a genius. I mean, like, what good yeah. is it to question him? He's so smart, Ray. He's so smart. You don't even know. <laughs> so uh, Bryce commented that uh, they bet they have a sick school anthem. Which I'm pretty sure they do. Uh, it has like the coolest beats imaginable. He had to write it. <laughs> oh, of course. I mean, I mean, we don't know that for sure, but I mean, like, ideally, you would think so, right? And uh, apparently, they were supposed they signed NDAs, uh, non-disclosure agreements. Says Z School has actually been operating for a few years, but many fans are just finding out now. Why? Well, one reason might be the reported NDAs. Parents and those involved in the school were asked to sign. Speaking with Rolling Stone. Andrews confirmed parents were asked to sign an informal agreement when joining the school. And it says, what about the Donda Academy choir? Choir is a key part of Donda Academy and appears to be a sort of extension of Yee's Sunday service. Yee even invited students of Donda Academy to perform at his Yeezy 9 fashion show in Paris, the same one that included the White Lives Matter t-shirts. The students wearing identical black sweats and t-shirts with what appears to be a baby photo of Yee's mother. Jesus. Donda on the back kicked off the show with the performance of Good Morning Donda. Northwest Kim and his eldest child appeared to be part of the choir. Oh, that's so much cringe in that. <laughs> it's, uh, he has his mom as a baby on their shirts. That's just the guy had. I, I mean, it's. I think it's safe to say he had an unhealthy relationship. Or. Uh, is very dependent on his mother. The fact that like whenever she did yeah. pass away, he like went kind of off the rocker and yeah. he's, I, I know there's been like conspiracy theories of like, he's under the assumption that it was like a plot against him. Yeah. He went in for like a basic, uh, I think tummy tuck or something. And yeah. then she ended up dying, which is like, I guess it's unusual for a procedure like that, but I mean, I'm not a medical doctor. I don't follow any sort of uh, medical lawsuits or anything like that, so I couldn't tell you for sure. <sighs> the, I, do you, if they're the only eating sushi, doesn't that that's not good? No, not for fucking children. They will get sick as fuck, <laughs> like very, very easily and very quickly. But it's kind of odd that he's not even allowing them to go outside. I, I, so none of this makes any sense because it's Kanye West to begin with, and he's a nutty little guy and has been for some time. Uh, people fucking like suffer his bullshit because he's got money. That's, that's, that's all it is. Uh, and it's nothing different here. He's trying to be an artist and just royally fucking up a bunch of kids' uh, educations. Ultimately, though, um, I don't blame him. I blame the parents. How fucking stupid are you <laughs> that you're going to, like, take your kid to this shithole uh, army compound in the middle of fucking nowhere 
Well, I mean, I would say that a fucking West. I'm pretty sure there was a convincing argument about it. You know, I mean, his name is attached to it. Mind you, he didn't go off. I'd love to hear it. I absolutely. I would love to hear the pitch. Well, I want to know how do they get these people to trust them with their kids? Well, let's just go back to like, um, like all these cults and stuff. Like even the one we just talked about earlier, like there's people who are willing and eager to just believe someone giving them a better scenario, better situation in their life from yeah. wherever they're at. And like, it doesn't take much, but just a few buzzwords, a few uh, caring words, uh, a hug or something like that to kind of get them convinced or thinking that they're special and or their their kids going to be special. Yeah. I mean, they're going to make them like geniuses. So I mean, that's intriguing for most parents who don't know what to do with their kid, you know. So I mean, that that's put them in a school and they might be smart and they might do well for themselves, you know what I mean? And yeah, maybe not. <laughs> maybe not, but All right. But like so the case. Uh, what's next on our Let's get on to some fun stuff from some real fun stuff. Now, for anyone who has been kind of under a rock or not on Twitter or YouTube, I like uh, it under this rock. It's very cool under you here. Do like it, but there, you want to get out of this rock for this one. Uh, our favorite paranormal investigator has been coming under fire recently from some past uh, employees. You got it there? Oh, uh, yeah. I got it. I got it. If anyone's listening, they're just hearing like this racket going on. Right, so you gotta get you on the stream, man. You're just like coming up with these zingers. Uh, you think he had a yeepitus complex? This fucking uh, uh, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Okay, so back to our uh, favorite paranormal investigator, Zach Baggins. Nick Groff, which is one of the guys who was uh with Zach Baggins and um, I forget the other guy's name. Um, Aaron. Aaron. Uh, doing the investigations. Um, the at some point or another, like I had lost kind of track with what was going on with uh, them because I saw that he created his own thing. Yeah. And I, I kind of fell off because, I mean, I know you and I, when we lived together, we watched Ghost Adventures all the time. Ironic. Um, it was, yes, it was entertaining. Uh, Zach Baggins just is an entertaining he knows how to put on a show when it comes to this thing, even though you can tell like he's kind of full of shit. Most yeah, of the time. he's a huge fucking asshole. I was more side with uh, Nick and uh, Aaron when yeah. it came to like their reactions because it seemed more, uh, more genuine, yeah, more genuine, authentic. Uh, but Zach, oh, it's kind of overdid it. He was always like acting possessed and like I could sense, it, too much. I could sense it all around me. <laughs> yeah. It's, um, it's it's deep, deep, deep in my bladder, deep in the bladder, deep in the butt, all that stuff. Uh, but recently, I barely found out because I think the last thing that I purposefully watched with you, we were kind of like, let's just watch this Ghost Adventures uh, live stream marathon that was going on. Oh Halloween. yeah, I forget what year it was, but that was the last time I. We deliberately yeah, yeah. watched a ghost adventure. The, the Dybbuk box. Yes. The infamous like three hours of Nonsense. Zach and a bunch of assholes like walking up to a raggedy ass little wooden doll cupboard and 
doing absolutely fucking nothing about it. <laughs> yes, and uh, God damn, you just so happen to catch live the yeah. infamous scene where he was kind of outed by a rabbi. Uh, yeah. regarding his questioning that's of the exhibit box. Right right after, it was so funny right after he disappears from the episode. Right, because the guy, I mean, I, I'm not going to put the clip up. You can find it on YouTube, but the Zach is asking him if he's able to rip, put the ghost back or the demon back in the exhibit box if he opens it and stuff. Yeah. And uh, basically the the rabbi is like, I, I don't, Basically, he doesn't know what the fuck's going on. He's like, uh, yeah, sure, buddy. You know, yeah. like, I don't I don't really believe in that stuff. Like, he read about it right before he came on the episode. Yeah, he's like, he just, like, looked it up just before. Like, it. Yeah, this stuff isn't really real. Like, But it was the line, Roland. It the was line, the line yeah, that, that, that he told him if it was good yeah. for his, he told him if it was good for his script. And we, caught, was, we caught that line live while we were watching it. And we yeah. both kind of reacted like, oh, shit. <laughs> he just, like, outed yeah. him. Yeah, right uh, live on the live stream. Baggins like immediately like walks off. He he like stops talking and he like he walks off screen. He's like, hey, can I show you something over here? And then it's yeah, just like yeah. he's gone. <laughs> like yeah. that's yeah. a commercial. Yeah, and and at some point or another, Zach references the rabbi saying like like evil things were making him say something and it was making me mad. Yeah, you know, like, like the guy was like not authentic either yeah they were thinking, he was really uh, trying to save face Dibic, uh, the divic box was yeah was was influencing him yeah to say those things to make him mad yeah God. and if you ask yourself did he open the box and no he didn't it was no he fucking, hours of bullshit. <laughs> he fucking didn't do a goddamn thing it was <laughs> so annoying mostly because like we all knew we we're like he's not gonna like Two hours later. Yeah, he's still not going to open it. One hour later. Okay, yep. He's thinking about not opening it. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's thinking about not opening it. Yeah. And um, he was, like, just hovering around it. And then at some yeah, point, he was, like, like, feeling, like, oh, he, he, just, he just couldn't have the strength to do it, you know? like Fucking stupid. He's so weak. He's so fucking weak. What was um, when it happened after the, the Demon House uh, documentary where he... Like apparently has to wear corrective like glasses for the rest of yeah. his life because something about it fucked up his vision. It's like, uh, or is this thing called getting old? Maybe, <laughs> maybe that has something to do with it. You have to wear glasses. So, um, one of the things that happened recently is that uh, a lot has been coming out about Zach Baggins and how much of an asshole he is to a lot of people. Yeah, uh, including uh, his former. I guess uh, co-worker uh, investigator uh, Nick Groff, right? Who who spinned off and like created like Paranormal Lockdown and some other stuff. Yeah, and I never got into like I didn't follow a lot of the ghosts. And, I watched one or two stuff, you know? here and there. It's it's the same stuff, but without all the stupid effects and like yeah, all the 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 uh, acting bullshit. If, if I'm gonna say like it's more authentic, yeah, you know. Um, I, I think like he, I, I feel that Nick Groff is a bit more uh, uh, grounded in a sense of reality, but like he does like seems like he does enjoy to do this paranormal stuff without yeah. all the bells and whistles that uh, Mr. Zach Baggins likes to do. Yeah, I think the person he investigates with now is his wife. It's his wife, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but recently, uh, Nick was asked questions online on Twitter. Uh, regarding some of the things that he did an AMA, uh, 
he did an AMA and he on on Twitter. I'll just uh, show the a little clip of what it looked like. And again, these will all be linked in the description. But this is him uh, doing like a pretty le- short. I'll stop it right there. And uh, he goes on to talk about how uh, Zach, which he never names in this video. Oh, no, yeah. He keeps saying it's an un- whatever individual. And and I think he's oh, car- he was just careful with his words to not make any accusations. And oh, yeah. And also was always so saying, in my opinion, like nothing was actual, like factual. Right. So to yeah. speak. In my opinion, According to my experience, this is, this this happened. Yeah, and those there were, there were quite a few other people who worked with Zach, uh, the Ghost of Shepherdstown or something like that. Uh, yeah. They and also had issues them. where they got kicked off because Zach Baggins apparently has a lot of pool at the network, so and he can pretty much tell people who he wants on yeah the on the travel channel. The guy work walking around looking like. The fucking Chris Angel of ghost hunters and shit is 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 got clout on this channel. The guy wearing like shit ass, like stretched out to the fuck affliction t-shirts and and um, it looked like uh, Jinko pants for a while there. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, not the bigger ones, but like the the more form fitting ones. Yeah, he <sighs> he looks like he's going to a like a rave every night or some shit. Or it's. Well, I mean, just... he has like. I, I'm, I'm, I'm honestly surprised he hasn't That's come awesome. out with his own uh, hair care products. Like yeah, own- you know, I wouldn't be surprised if if he did have his own, like, um, what the hell is that stupid, like, tattoo uh, print line of shirts? Um, I forgot what the hell it's called. Oh, well, whatever. It doesn't matter. It's trash. <laughs> it's trash. <laughs> So basically, uh, a lot has been coming out about Zach Baggins and his uh, treatment of other people as well, and yeah. it's not surprising. No, a lot of stuff that we kind of speculated on, but like, watch we, the show. We can he, tell. Looks, we can tell. he talks over people. He's fucking rude all the time. He's always front and center in the fucking shots. He's always the main character, and like whatever the fuck is going on. I mean, yeah, it's the the guy is like pretty obviously full of himself. So, um, I there as far as I'm aware, there hasn't been any sort of like quote unquote retaliation from Zach Baggins. No, um, about I any of these videos that have been made. I think he just says that uh, you know, oh, it's a real bad thing that you know, like someone would say something bad about us, or like you know, yeah. that kind of, like he's just playing it off. Yeah, <clears throat> and I mean. <laughs> There's a lot of people still have like are fans of Ghost Adventures, and I'm I don't yeah. know if it's gonna like affect anyone in their. I doubt it. I mean, it's not like I'd watch it. He's 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 all of a sudden gonna get canceled or some such. Like no. Well, yeah, because I mean, like he again, it's this guy's got a lot of money from the show he's made. Yeah, I mean, like, and he had like spinoff shows and then that that documentary movie or whatever, and which I will say this though. Uh, Demon House is entertaining. Yeah, it's not good, <laughs> but it is entertaining. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've watched it a few times, and I would like to probably like like discuss it more whenever we go over the books of sure. Zach. Williams, you know, uh, I watched the one time, and yeah, the 
I am looking forward to that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so keep an eye out for any sort of uh, retaliation from Zach regarding this because, or probably a lawsuit, maybe. Yeah. Like, again, they haven't really like said his name. It's just like a bitch. But we'll see what happens. We'll keep an eye out for uh, the new Ghost Adventures drama. Uh, and on to like our last uh, article of the evening. It's a fun one. It's a real, real fun one. Uh, yeah. The man, the myth, the legend, Steven Seagal. Sensei. About the Russians. Nikito. All right. Yeah. The multiple degree black belt man. Upgrade that army. Watch out. So here we go. Russia recruits Steven Seagal to teach martial arts to its soldiers. Uh, and it says he's been a Russian citizen since 2016. So I think he has dual citizenship. Yeah. And he opened up a center in Moscow, a Nikito center. Yep. So let's go through this article. I mean, it's ridiculous, but here we go. I I was kind of like looking around to see if this was actually fake. But like since he's a citizen and he's real, he's a big fan of like uh, Vladimir Putin. I don't see why he wouldn't be funded to do this, you know. And I, I hope, I hope, I hope it's this is as true as it could possibly be, because Vladimir Putin thinks that fucking Steven Seagal is, is such a really cool. such yeah. a good martial artist and Hell so yeah. authentic. He's the they're queen. gonna use this shit on their war with Ukraine, and it's just gonna be embarrassing as fuck. I want them to make like a recruit video, a recruiting video. So let's get into this article. Steven Seagal, yeah. one of the icons of American action movies in 1990s and early 2000s, and kind of like right now too. Uh, he hasn't made a movie since like 2019 or something like that. Uh, yeah. Has just opened up an Aikido center in Moscow with the intention of preparing young Russians to join the Russian armed forces. And Seagal, who became a Russian citizen in 2016, is a seventh Dan degree, degree or seventh Dan black belt in Aikido. I'm going to leave. <laughs> Yeah, I don't believe that for a second, though. Yeah. Uh, as well as being a chief instructor within the Russian Federation of this martial arts since 2018. Man, I don't... This is just terrible. Uh, uh, yeah, okay. This is bad. <laughs> martial arts. Yes. Yeah, Marissa, Ukraine is... Uh, they, they might be fucked if they can, like... You can really, like, pull off a... Like, above-the-law, hard-to-kill Steven Seagal movie. Right, so now let's, let's get Chuck Norris to go train all the Ukrainians. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> The young people well, I saw today yeah. have we, we have to make sure we say this in like Steven Seagalese, you know. Oh, this is man. him talking. He's like, yeah, the, young people people I saw today, like the young people I saw today have very big potential. Big I need potential. to open up more, more such centers to develop that potential. Small it is important small. that the development of Aikido progresses at a faster pace, Seagal told Russian Russian's task news agency. Seagal has never hidden his support for Russian President Vladimir Putin whom he has called one of the greatest world leaders, if not the greatest world, greatest leader alive today. And Putin recently, this is this is the funniest shit I've heard. Putin recently awarded him the Order of Friendship. What the fuck is that? Friendship wins again, Roland. And even uh, Vladimir Putin knows the importance of uh, friendship, not only to like give him a in the shape of a poison pill. And uh, if, we, if we can see, I'm going to try and play this as best as I can here, if this is actually going to play. I don't know. Holy but hell. You see that? You see, you see? <laughs> what is going on? I don't know, but I'm going to play it and I'll see if it works. Um, let's see here. 
Let's see. Then we might get like an ad or something. Oh, here, we go. here we go. Here we go. Let's see. come on, come on now, come on. America. Oh my God! so much weight. What in the shit? Dude, he's got to be pushing 300 pounds. No, man. He's more than that for sure. What the fuck? Is he carrying a gun? I don't know. Yep. It's a sword. Oh, no, it's a sword. I was like, it's a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, I I use this to to uh, spread toast on my on my bread. I mean butter. <laughs> Jeez, what is he doing? Is he really? Oh no! Well, he's presenting the guy with a sword, and they're trying to open it. Apparently, it's tied to tight or something. Because it's Jesus, because uh, it's not in the shape of a food wrapper. That's why he's having trouble <laughs> with it. If it was a box, I'm going to stop that, man, because, like, Jesus Christ. He would have um, eaten it. Says that the actor who previously spoken out in favor of Russian's annexation from Crimea visited Russian city of Olenvika and sure. its prison camp for Ukrainian detainees last year. In 2021, Segal presented Venezuelan President Nicolas Maduro, Maduro with yeah, a samurai sword on behalf of Russian foreign ministry. So, yeah. yeah okay. the guy with the sword. Let's give the Venezuelan president a samurai sword from Russia. <laughs> the camera adds a couple hundred pounds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I didn't see this video just until right now, but Jesus Christ, man. Like, how do they make these, like, how? Karate things that he's wearing, like, so big? Oh, I don't know. You gotta go to, like, to the. They gotta be, be custom. They gotta be custom made. Oh, yeah, for sure. But. Um, as a continuation of this joke and the last bit of an article still talking about Steven Seagal um, is this article here Ukraine trolls Russia for tapping Steven Seagal to train recruits yeah what's, I mean like is he going to train them to shit, them, shit their pants or oh, I don't know yeah right uh, how, to uh, like, so says, um, how to like beat up on women <laughs> yeah <laughs> Steven Seagal is a running joke in Ukraine and he is a running joke here too in America yeah. as well He's uh, the Kiev's uh, military mercilessly mocked the aging action star and staunch supporter of Russian President Vladimir Putin after it was reported that he will help train military recruits at a new martial arts center in Moscow. And rumor has it that the Seagull style training or running technique will be included. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, yes. Yeah. yes. Thank you. Yeah, that's a good technique. one. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, the Russian soldiers will now be able to run away from their positions with weird hand motions. That's funny, dude. It would be less embarrassing to run if steven seagal had ran like he was a fucking raptor like this <laughs> than what he actually fucking does when he when he would do that shit uh so it says the russian state run news agency toss reported saturday that the 70 year old seagal who became a russian citizen in 2016 appeared as a guest of honor at the ribbon cutting ceremony unveiling the new typhoon all russian aikido center and says Seagal appointed this purple part right here. Let me get this. Uh, 
Segal, appointed chief instructor instructor of the Russian Aikido Federation in 2018, told the audience watching an Aikido demonstration that martial arts could help make the world a better place and advocated for accelerating the development of Aikido. Sky never left the 80s. He never That's, will. He never will. Like, it just... The 80s came and went, and he stayed in them. Look at that. That's that's not... No. He can't do that anymore. Yeah. He gets a stunt guy to do this in his movies. Yep. <laughs> just to step off a fucking... Uh, just to go down stairs. Just to step off a fucking truck bed, you know. Or... So Stas reported that one of the objectives of the new center would be to prepare youth for service in Russia's armed forces as part of a soon-to-be-unveiled athletic patri patriotic club. Best known for starring in 1990s blockbusters Under Siege and On Deadly Ground, Segal has long been teased for his peculiar arm-flopping running style, which has launched thousands of memes and video montages. A 2021 article by the AV Club likened Segal's form to an incontinent to toddler with noodles crawling. <laughs> <laughs> that is great oh is he trying to do the fu manchu chops oh no yeah, look, 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 dude like that is that's got to be a wig right oh or just spray on hair his face is a wig his face is a wig <laughs> so gross yeah so that's funny that the. Um, Man, man, you gave him an order of friendship. What is that? What is that, man? Like, anyways, it's where they stab you in the face instead of the back. That's true Russian friendship. So yeah, that that is the end of our news for this uh, this week and this month so far. Um, Ran the gamut a little bit, not too much uh, UFO, alien stuff, or any sort of uh, cryptids. We covered that in the last uh, strange news. Uh, this we this um, this episode was primarily poking fun at some like Steven Seagal and uh, even Zach Baggins uh, with all the drama going on. Like it just it seemed weird that it would just so happen to come across the fact that uh, all this drama just started popping up. Yeah, it's people. Yeah, in the news, Kanye and all that. Kanye with his stupid school. And I mean, people just doing some wild stuff, like being convinced by a computer to off themselves, which is wild. Um, yeah. New cults showing up uh, and rumors of serial killers or the potential for serial killers and the police covering it up. And some of these things like uh, like the man being eaten by dead uh, by bed bugs and dying in a jail cell. I mean, that's that's kind of corruption that goes on throughout the United States. So it is strange, but it's not surprising that this is still happening at this. So what we got for a for-profit system, baby. Woo. Yes. Uh, the government is corrupt. The justice system is corrupt. Um, everything is for profit and your lives don't matter. So it's about it. Sums it up. About it. Yeah. Um, make sure again, if you do like this video, be sure to like and subscribe. Uh, we'll try and do more lives. Um, this is kind of just the test. We weren't going to go live today, but I figured last minute, try it out. Uh, we do need a better internet connection. Yeah. <laughs> That's for sure. Um, but yeah, that'll be it for this uh, strange news. Uh, we'll see you next month. Uh, we have a new episode coming out 
very soon uh, on the Chupacabra. So stay tuned for that. And we'll be seeing you. See ya. Blue midges came into my house. Hey, it's ridiculous. I had some kind of a rectal probe. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Ridiculous.